This is the ICO Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the ICO Podcast. I'm Kent. And I'm Clayton. And it has finally arrived. The last goodbye is in all of our hands and minds and bodies and souls. After what felt like simultaneously a very long time and no time at all, we have it in our hands. When we first started hearing teases of this back in late January, early February, Mm -hmm. and now here we are at the end of July, just a few days, we are the week of their return to the live stage. I can only imagine what everyone in Team Odessa is going through, not only to get an album out and launched and promoted, but now, you know, a week later, launch an all-new tour for the first time in four years. Well, they were so busy. I think on release night, they were rehearsing, weren't they? Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, how could you not be? You know, there's not really an opportunity to to take a break and and do anything other than (laughs) No time to celebrate. Yeah, no. Only work. I guess you do that on October 2nd when the shows, yeah. So um, let's just talk about our initial reaction to the album. And instead of doing a track by track, uh, we'll save that for maybe a future episode uh, since I think we'll have a lot of time to digest. And frankly, I think my opinion of everything may change a little bit after... I see these on a live stage. For sure. For sure. So I waited until Friday night to finally give it a full listen. Clayton was not happy with that decision, but... (laughs) Well, I like... I listened to it on the way to work. Okay. So it was like 7.30, No, 8.30, whenever I was driving in. So I listened to it first thing. I finished it at the office, and so I immediately texted Kent. Even at like lunch, I was like, I'll give him yeah. some time to wake up because Kent's a little <laughs> bit of a night owl. Indeed. And he said, I haven't listened to it yet. And I was like, what is wrong with you? Well, and that was part of the issue because the night before, everyone else was talking about the track-by-track track. listen, and especially in Discord. You know, Everybody was yes. going nuts as it was coming out. So I was doing my best to just briefly scan through some of those things but also not get too caught up in the details before I gave it a listen myself, but I wanted to be in the right place and mindset and setting and everything else. So, uh, I was, however, first of all, it taught me that my attention span is complete shit because (laughs) trying to just sit still and listen through the album without doing anything else was very difficult. I don't That's, think I. It's hard. Yeah. It is. I, I. In fact, I didn't make it. I finally had to like get up and do some other stuff, uh, and then I ended up looping it while I was cleaning and doing some other things. But that initial just sit through it. I just thought <laughs> this is so interesting because people used to do this for entertainment, right? Prior to a moving picture in front of their face, and now I can't even do it for fifty minutes. So. No, there's definitely there's something to be said about the set and setting of listening to music nowadays. Because as I was driving into work, had the car system going, yeah, I was loving it. I was like, yeah. I think I got maybe halfway through the album before I got to the office. I was like, man, this is great. Yeah. The minute I got to the office and I had to put on my work headphones and leave one cup off in case mm. someone was calling for me, 
right. and like the sound wasn't as good i was like this is not the yeah. intended way to do this yeah. so i had to like re-listen to it when i got home on my proper headset to get the full experience but there's definitely something to be said about waiting for the proper time and place to really take it all in well especially after my episode trying to listen to the last goodbye single that came out and oh, i totally right. flubbed all of that so i didn't necessarily <laughs> we weren't gonna do that twice hate that no no siree so that said what is your initial reaction is it is it what you expected i know obviously we had six singles so almost half the album was handed to us in advance which as we talked about in the last episode i only listened to three of those so there were more surprises for me than yeah. you but i'll are- i'll say this i think that you did the absolute right move mm-hmm. by holding off only because as i was listening to it i found myself actively dreading getting to songs that i already knew yeah because i was like oh, I've already, i already know what this is but i don't want to skip it Mm. because there's really something powerful about the way that they made music within the context of an album. And right. there's a couple songs that I think were actually given kind of a second life just because of where they were placed in the album mm. and how they flowed into one another. Mm. But overall, I I liked it a lot. I loved mm. it. I think that it struck a really good balance of giving us some new forward-thinking sounds from the group that were re- kind of laid out with that first single but also giving fans what they wanted and some really nostalgic songs that they sound like they were pulled from B-sides of older albums. I think they did a really good job of striking that balance. It doesn't come across as clearly to me as A Moment Apart. Mm -hmm. I think that's, even more in hindsight, I think that's a very tight album with the theme. I don't know. I felt like the songs were just more interconnected or Mm -hmm. the, the flow of them worked better in a way this i feel like we're getting more unique songs that don't necessarily all work together at certain times but for the most part it still works it's not like it falls apart under its own weight or anything like that but um overall good i still i still feel like i need time to process at some moment yeah like i'm still working through i maybe excuse me maybe halfway through what i would call my understanding of the album through and through there's still songs that i read the title and I have to really think hard about, like, what's that sound like? What is this even about? So I don't have a full grasp of it yet. But as I'm getting through it more, I think I'm only being more rewarded upon each listen myself. Yeah, so I will say from the very first listen through that I was not blown away. Okay, yeah. So, okay. but it's also, to my earlier point, it's also very, very rare that I sit and listen through so intently to an album from start to finish. So sure. my expectations were pretty high. Um, but I I think as I took my attention off of just listening and started to do other tasks and notice what my mind was gravitating towards or what sounds were more attractive to me or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I started to to get more comfortable with it but again the whole time as i was listening to it i thought "Ooh, i can't wait to feel this on uh-huh. a live stage i can't wait to yes experience not only just the live show but literally just feel the base of the song or or whatever or the, see the visuals that are probably going to accompany this track 
So that was kind of going through my mind the whole time as well. I will say that I think the intro track, the first track of the album, is probably one of the most powerful experiences I had while listening. I mean, that mm-hmm. that gave me instant chills. Yes. And I, and I think it was because I was comparing it to the intro for AMA and knowing how intense that yep. show opening was and how th- this could be very similar to that. So, uh, I mean, this- let's, let's be real. Even with the previous album, we were fans of it before we yeah. saw it for the first time. But yep. the di- it's literally a difference of before that show in Chicago right. and afterwards. Because after yep. that show in Chicago, the whole album was just got a breath of new life. Yeah. Well, and honestly, that wasn't the first time I had even seen the live show. I saw it in Vegas and was oh, that's I always kind, forget that. I, it was kind of meh to me. But it was again, it was <laughs> it was setting. I was it was an outdoor show. It was to be honest, it was right after the big shooting at the country music uh-huh. festival in Vegas. So I was paranoid about being in an outdoor venue. I felt like the the effects just kind of got lost in the in the open space. Um, but that indoor Chicago show was just a total game changer for yeah. a number of reasons. But um, I I look forward to experiencing something similar to that this weekend in Seattle. I as far as other standout tracks for me, the one that comically stands out is Healing Grid. Because it's so unexpected that the opening, do 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 do. It's just very, it's very <laughs> upbeat, and it, you know what it makes me think of huh. a, a Christmas track, or or specifically like a royalty free Christmas track that would be used in a transition in a film or a musical of sorts, like even something from. Um, wicked for for instance like just very <laughs> it's very it's very theatrical ish uh, and just so unexpected it, it just, really is it just came out of nowhere so that and and still every time i hear it i think oh it's the christmas song so that's, <laughs> that's i can i can say with all sincerity i did not pick up that vibe <laughs> at all but like now I'm probably going to. Recruit, yeah, well, like, I'm a, I'm a Christmas whether I want freak to or not. too, so that that adds to it. And uh, maybe oh, I've man, watched Elf amazing. a few too many times, but nonetheless, that's the one that keeps standing out for me. I I still think my go-to track at this point is still the title track with Betty Lavette. I don't know. Yeah. There's just that one just has such a deep meaning and of course having talked to betty and you know about the yeah song there, and we the have background that connection too we like you know dug so deep into her life and background and everything else that 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 kind of stands on its own yeah i i would agree with you that opening track is is incredibly powerful and true to who they are and, and a lot of other albums they've put out the first song and the last song are incredibly strong and i think yeah. the fact that like they tie the theme of the album in with the fact that the last song will actually transition perfectly back into the mm, first song if you right. play it that way. Yep. That's that's a beautiful thing. I think that's again, it's powerful. Reinforce the message. Love that. But other songs that really stuck out to me, whenever I was listening and we got to Forgive Me, 
and it was just this super bright, dancey song, especially mm. coming in right after Behind the Sun, which is the Loyal-esque heavy track. Right. right. That was really fun. I was like, oh, okay, we got like a dancey track. And you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the Locomotion live song, uh, like gosh. their live mix of it. I was like, this is almost like their stand-in for that, that wow, they I've, now have full control of. I forgot all about that, honestly. How could you? That's well, your song. I mean, it's just been so long since we've been <laughs> treated to that. So, yeah. I mean, I, also a very radio-friendly track, you know, like that could, yes. be, that could yeah. make it to mainstream radio so i thought that and then immediately following it up with north garden my jaw actually dropped when that first Mm. beat kicked in i was like this is exactly what i was looking for yeah and again just within the confines of the album you have behind the sun forgive me and north garden which all do very different things to me on a spiritual level but i don't think that I'm I'm torn because on one hand it's like they don't really work together, but they also do because you're getting such distinct flavors back to back to back. So it's rewarding in that way, but on the other, it doesn't flow as well as you'd like to at certain points. So that's what I mean when I'm like I'm still digesting. I'm still I'm still picking it apart in some ways. But um, yep, I'm trying to think. I don't I don't necessarily have any other major thoughts about specific tracks. Um, I. Like I said, I am glad that I didn't listen to the others because I even was tempted to hit skip on Better Now and some of the other ones that yeah. I had listened to. Yeah. But I thought, no, I need to sit here and actually let it play play itself out. So I haven't really listened to it much since then, so I've given it a few days, and I know you have as well. So I played it heavy. I think I played it maybe three or four times. As quickly as I could when I first was listening to it. But the last few days, uh, I have not been able to listen to it. So I'm still working with like you are. Yeah. So now our attention is essentially to the live show in Seattle. So three nights, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, this weekend at Climate Pledge Arena. I uh, Very side note here, but I didn't realize how new this arena is. It just opened last oh, year. Oh, yeah. So in many ways, you know, coming out of COVID, this will be the first time probably the majority of people have ever been in this venue, even Seattle locals. Um, So it should be should be very interesting. And there's so much stuff just in that vicinity, not only the Space Needle, but parks and art uh, museums and stuff like that that are right there. So uh, I was just kind of looking around on maps to see what else could be explored. And it seems like a lot of stuff that's very complimentary to the Odessa experience. But I guess we can wonder who might be special guests on stage for this show. I mean, I obviously I, we hope that Betty We is want one Betty. Of them. The people want Betty. Thank I you. think more likely we're definitely gonna get Morrow for better now. Okay. Yeah. I also think Oliver Arnold's I know I'm probably saying that wrong. Uh but I think I think he'll be there for light of day. I I don't know. I I I would love to see the Knox there. I was just but, gonna say I doubt we'll see the Knox. But, but I doubt that. There I mean that's a that's a whole other group. That's a that's yeah. a bit of an ask. But maybe Charlie Houston. I don't know. After we get past Morrow and uh Oliver, I I really am at a loss. I who I'd who I would expect to see. I cannot 
remember the name of the artist, but someone from the A Moment Apart album actually mm-hmm. tweeted or sort of leaked some information that they were also going to be oh on the tour. I can I can see her performing the song at uh Sandara. I think that's the only time that she ever came out to a live show. Gosh, I wish I would have taken a <laughs> screenshot of this. Wish I well, you know what? Maybe I did. I'm a screenshot whore, so it's probably in here. Maybe and I just forgot that I did take a screenshot of it. But anyway, obviously I need to do more research on that one. But it's possible that we will see return performers from some of their other tracks and albums that I didn't even imagine would be possible for this show. But I guess maybe it will be. I know. I w- when we talk about what we can expect at the live show, I'm so focused on this album. I I don't even think of what I want to see from previous stuff and what that looks like. So right, yeah. Anything that goes beyond this album will be a surprise to me. <laughs> I know. You think of the songs that they chose to play or not to play for a mm-hmm. moment apart. Obviously, that morphed as the the tour kept right. getting extended. They added in all sorts of other tracks. Um, I doubt that we'll hear something about you, but wouldn't, Don't it, say wouldn't that. that be a treat? Do not. <laughs> I, I, I know you're probably right, but that hurts me. If It was a treat the last time we were uh, surprised really by it, but even more so this time. Um, I imagine that if they're going to bring special guests on a show, Seattle will have probably the most for sure seattle and uh, los angeles i I feel like los angeles won't have the exact same but it's got to be a close second i was reading an interview that they did with another outlet and they originally had not planned for seattle to be the first show they actually had to go back and change actually was it was a local seattle publication so that's why they were focusing focusing so much on you know their roots in the pacific northwest and they brought up that point that originally you know they were it was going to be towards the end of the tour but they decided that it was going to make the most sense to start the tour where everything began yeah so yeah no it makes sense on, on a lot of levels um, interestingly, I did go on to Ticketmaster just to see what tickets look like for this show. And I don't really understand, but it appears that there are a good amount of tickets that are not resale tickets, original tickets still available, even for Saturday night, which I have to imagine will be the most well-attended show. I would think so. And I don't know if that's because maybe... A bunch of tickets got reclaimed from scalpers or people cashed in insurance policies that they bought on the tickets or what. But I was pleasantly surprised because currently I only have tickets for Friday night. And so I was just kind of checking to see well, there what you go. availability was. And there was quite a bit there. And there were even more available on the you know various ticket reseller websites. Uh, so it should be interesting to see just how full the venue feels each of each of those nights. Obviously, I have nothing to compare it to since I've never been in that right. arena before. Um, but 
nonetheless, if you are still looking for tickets, there are a lot of people trying to sell theirs. And there are a lot of original tickets apparently still available for most nights. These flight prices be crazy. Oh, my goodness. So in order, we talked about this months ago when they first. We were like, ah, this is early. It'll get better. In fact, I said something about finding a ticket in the 300s, and I thought, "Mm, that's a little much. It'll probably go down. Uh, And instead, it just doubled in price. So I think that has also come into, you know, factor into a lot of people's decision to make the show or not or or especially once they announced other tour dates i think it was you know less attractive for some people to spend all that money to travel to seattle when it was going to happen right in their own backyard or within a couple hours drive away so clayton unfortunately will not be making it to seattle and it's it's one part uh, travel cost, but mostly just life changes. I'm in the yep. middle of a move right now, so yep. my house. I'm living in a skeleton house with nothing in it, and yep. I'm going to be between places for a little bit. So it just doesn't work out for me at the moment. But I will be at uh, hopefully Cincinnati. I'll be at that show. Yeah, uh, there is an Odessa Fam brunch that is uh, being arranged by someone in the Facebook group. I believe on Saturday. <laughs> so if you're in that group, I am hoping to make it to that and hoping to bring a microphone and uh, looking to have some conversations with folks to share oh, yeah. their story of the Odessa community and the music itself and all that kind of stuff. So uh, if you see me, please don't hesitate to come up and say hello and share whatever you want, either on or off the microphone. And we'll share any of that in an upcoming episode. Uh, And I think, as I said at the top of the show, once we get a better feel for all of the songs, both on the live show and as we listen to it a few more times, I'm sure we'll have more song-by-song thoughts. And I know Odessa themselves shared some information on each track on Twitter just uh, this week in the last couple of days so um, that's something we can also chat about more so about you know where the song's origins came from or, or why they went a certain direction with a song when maybe it wasn't yep. what they originally planned to mm-hmm. do I do sometimes find myself a little lost in descriptions of tracks or titles of tracks I just I don't. Do we talk about it on this show or was it a different one where that we get like the releases and the previews from people and we're oh. trying to read through the text? Yeah, describing the song and it's like this means nothing. This is and gobbledygook. There, and there were several that I read about this album too from various yeah. outlets of people trying to describe, you know, thumping synths and blah 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 of of a song. It's like I don't know yeah, what that no, even this means. Does nothing to me, buddy. And just let me listen to the track. So. I think that's probably what we're best at doing. Something else that came out that we, I was not expecting at all, but I was really wanting to see, was an album trailer. Oh, they put yeah. that out uh, the day before it released. And yeah. a, a moment apart had one that I absolutely adored, and this one I equally adored. So mm. wasn't expecting that. Nice little surprise. Good little taste of the album before we officially got it. Yeah, but again, it. I watched that and I thought, I don't really know 
where this is going or like how this <laughs> matches up. I don't know. It's just, maybe it's too deep. My simple mind it just can't wrap my Your head pea around. Your P brain it. just can't I keep guess. up. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it wasn't bad. I just thought, okay, what what now? You know? <laughs> what, what do I do with this? <laughs> it sounds like you need a therapist. Like, what do I do uh, with all these feelings and these emotions? Yeah, yeah, I I do very much look forward to the visualizers that will come with these tracks. Oh I my god, I think I, I said that before. But while while I was watching or listening, I was playing it through my TV, and so it had just the album artwork up there but i thought ooh, i wish there was something else accompanying this dude but you got to get your, your christmas tree lights going i know i know i do need to get all that going kent has some christmas tree lights that actually react to sound and they do. i don't know how but they do it so so well yeah we spent yeah. a whole evening one night just picking different songs being like oh i wonder if this will work and they were flawless so yeah get yeah, those yeah. out yeah good call okay well i think that addresses our initial thoughts so. and more of this album. So I am headed to Seattle very soon. I hope to see many of you there. And if you have any thoughts you want to share on this, find me on that Saturday brunch, or you can leave a comment on this uh, episode on our website at theicopod.com. That's also where you can find all of our past episodes, including the interview we did with Betty Lovett and our many many different episodes where we tracked the complete rollout of this album mm-hmm. starting back in winter time all the way through the hot of summer if you want to relive it uh i don't have nearly as much going on unfortunately i am very sad not to be there with everybody so i will be sending good vibes from wherever i am and look forward to seeing you at one of the shows out there you can head over to whatever podcast outlet you use and search for the ICO podcast to subscribe for our updates. Otherwise, we will catch you next time. I'm Kent. And I'm Clayton. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.